Are you an entrepreneur looking to have your business grow with a little help from the internet? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Pack. Hey, everybody. Welcome today to HarnessTheWeb.net. And I'm here today with Nick Cullen. He's a fearless and eccentric young entrepreneur who always believed that inside of every successful self-made person is a poor kid who followed his dream. Nick started his entrepreneurial journey at a young age, built a growing success for himself without the need for a college degree, and followed the unconventional path in life. He has created a successful six-figure-a-month growth hacking and marketing academy that teaches business owners, entrepreneurs, and marketers how to develop effective marketing campaigns while reducing their marketing costs by up to 70%. Nick, welcome today. Hey, what's going on, Steve? Really happy to be here. That's so great. Hey, Nick, what did I, what did I miss out of that, uh, that intro? Man, you really hit everything and everything as far other than the fact that you know I uh, I'm a big food junkie and I have an obsession for my uh, dogs and of course my fiance. But other than that, sweet. <laughs> and you used to be a Steelers fan, I heard. I'm still a Steelers fan, black and gold forever. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing. This time of year. Uh, anyways, that's another topic. Yeah, but. Uh, that's cool. Um, and where are you located? Where are you, where are you out of? Yeah, I'm out of New Jersey, actually. Uh, more northern New Jersey. I'm uh, near, I'm like an hour outside of the city. Cool. That's very cool. So, so Nick, let's, let's pretend we're walking down the street and uh, you run into someone and they just look at you and say, hey, Nick, tell me, what do you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a problem. Not a problem. So what I do is I help business, like you mentioned, business owners, entrepreneurs, and marketers figure out ways that they could grow, hack, and market their business. Now, what that means is most people look at the very conventional path of marketing. What I do is I like to dissect the business and figure out those little tiny areas that make exponential growth happen and pretty much walk them through a whole process within eight weeks and discover what are those ways and how we could tap those untapped markets for their business to grow. So, like, give me an example of that. Like, what would that be? Yeah, yeah. So, for example, I could tell you with one of our students. Uh, one of our students was a is the largest underclassman football combine. So they they cater to all these you know young athletes that are in high school. So they were marketing on everything, you name it. But their marketing was kind of like a mile wide and an inch deep. So one of the things that we focus on was like, hey, listen, your market is mainly on Instagram. So what we decided to do is focus on the Instagram marketing. But they were just pushing, you know, photos of their events on Instagram, like anyone would probably think of doing. But when we were looking at the market, I was like, hey, listen, your market is really honestly looking at, you know, football highlights, like these NFL guys catching the ball and getting smacked really hard, right? So why not create the same kind of content? but focus it on high school athletes because there wasn't an account out there that focused on high school kids doing high school highlights. And he had a huge database of all these talented high school players. Like his program generated over 30,000 D1 athletes and over like 300 NFL athletes. So he had a lot of content, but he wasn't tapping it. So we decided to growth hack his marketing strategy by curating actual players who went through his combine with their highlights. And his account grew on Instagram from like 2,000 followers to over close to 30,000 followers within less than 60 days. And it generated close to i think well over a thousand combine signups which mind you none of his social platforms he even received one 
So that's like a prime example of like really digging deep on someone's marketing strategies and figuring out a way to growth hack it. So that way you see that kind of growth within a short amount of time. That is very cool. Because uh, as you're talking about that, I'm thinking, wow, now he actually has an additional value add to the people who attend his, his, uh, his combine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is so sweet. I like that. Yeah. So it's always, it's always exciting. There's, there's a lot of times it's kind of like that whole analogy of, you know, people are just digging and digging for that gold, but they're just like maybe a foot away from it, but they just can't figure out how to get to it. And that's usually where I come in. And, and the growth hack academy, can you tell us a little bit about it? Like, what's it like? Wh- how would you describe that to somebody? What's it look like? Yeah, yeah. So, originally, I came up with the academy uh, a while ago. So, the whole original idea of it was I spent tens of thousands of dollars on all these, you know, training videos, right? You know, how to, you know, Facebook ads and Twitter, you know, ads and all these ways of, you know, do effective social media strategies or all these different books on how to grow your business. And the one thing I started realizing was it made me an expert on the platform, but it didn't figure out that special need of how I use it for my business. You still had to come up with that creatively. You needed that insight. And I started realizing for myself and also other people who I know invested into these platforms where they're like, I know a lot about the platform, but I still don't know how I could really use it for myself. And I started seeing a need out there. And I want to develop a training kind of, you know, platform and a coaching platform that supplies the knowledge that you'll get from a, you know, a training module, whether it's learning Facebook ads or whatnot, but apply that more specifically and customize it for the business. So if someone was like, hey, listen, I want to figure out how to build my business on Facebook through Facebook ads. And I want to learn how to use it, but I also want to learn how what would be the best form of using it for what I'm trying to go after. The Academy is perfect for them because they'll learn how to use the platform, but will also build campaigns that are specific towards their industry and they're also the target market that they're going after too. So you kind of get Beth of both world with learning and earning while also becoming an expert in the, the actual technology that you're using. That's sweet. That's sweet. And how did you come up with a name for, for uh for the academy. Second flight. So I get that question a lot. <laughs> so I like to look at business as a journey, which it is, right? And I, I'm a big traveling guy myself, and I like to travel as far as possible. And I personally, you, you can never trust the plane nowadays that could go, you know, 12 hours nonstop. <laughs> so I like to look at, you know, a business is like a journey and traveling. So when you're trying to get from that point A to point B in business, there usually comes a point where you reach that lull where you can't figure out how to get to that point B again. So I want to look at myself metaphorically as that second flight in, in a business owner, a marketer, entrepreneur's journey to get them to that final destination. Hence, Second Flight Academy. That's very sweet. And like, is your business, I know we've talked a lot about how you've you know, the, the uh, internet aspects of what you have. You're, I think you deliver your academy online and things. Is your business, do you consider it an online business, a brick and mortar business? Oh, yeah. It's, it's totally 100% online. Okay. And do you find all your customers online? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, I re- we actually publish a, a webinar that is actually the, um, the secrets to growth hacking that um, marketing agencies don't want you to know. And we uh, we publish that through Facebook ads and Twitter ads. And that's how we kind of funnel our potential prospects into our academy. And of course, we we do speak at many you know conferences and universities as well. And and uh, what's what is the URL? Can someone register for that 
webinar if they want it from here? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. If they actually, um, I could supply you the link so your your listeners could check it out on their show notes. But I, but any person who goes on to secondflightacademy.com, they'll see an area where they could sign up for the webinar. Okay, great. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, because I think just from what you've said, it's like, man, I need to take this myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. It really is. It's it's an eye-opening experience. Let's just say that. That's cool. And we ne- the great thing is we never stop learning, so there's always good stuff. And I like how you have both – you've combined both like the social media but the application of the social media, mm-hmm. which to me is the whole key. There's lots of people who are experts in the social media platform, but they really don't know how to apply it. Yeah, yeah. And, but part of the applying thing, which I started seeing a, a growing problem with, is it's not so much – it's not so much the implementation, right? Because any person can learn how to use the platform. The thing that people are starting to overlook, which is the most critical thing, and, and this is one of the this is like the first week in the academy that any person comes on that we focus on the most, is really identifying the persona. The persona of the audience that they want to go after. And what I mean by that is any person and we'll get into this even more detailed uh, later on in the episode, but Oftentimes, we, we are fed so much information on how to market our business online. I mean, you, you type in marketing strategies to market my business online in Google, and you'll see blogs, you'll see social media, you'll see SEO, you'll see content curation, you'll see all these different things. And to a business owner, it's like, okay, uh, I guess I got to do all of this. And then you just find your, all your material being pretty half-baked. And then you lose fact of like, okay, who am I actually trying to target? Who am I actually trying to market to? And it all goes back down to the buyer's persona of who your audience is and then really building the whole DNA of who they are and what makes them tick. Because once you identify what makes them tick and where they live online and what kind of copy resonates really well with them, then you can start identifying who they are, what areas that you got to focus most of your attention on. and then. You know, make it happen and and provide that content to them on that specific platform rather than trying to shotgun it and hope that something sticks. And, and that's one of the first things that we focus on in the economy. I think every business owner needs to you know understand is that DNA aspect of who they're actually catering online. That ma- that makes so much sense. You know, I don't know how many people I've talked to in businesses, traditional and internet businesses, when you ask them like who they're who their customer is, it's like anybody. It's sort of like, I'm going to use this as an example. It's like you talk to the chiropractor and you ask him who his customer is, and the response is, well, anybody with a spine. Well, that's probably not really true. Oh, yeah, no, because realistically, the ones who get it the most niche it down so much where they could completely Frankenstein the identity of it. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. like a chiropractor who would say, well, my ideal client is someone who's a young athlete plays contact sports you know preferably football hockey or soccer and usually sees back pain is you know lower tibula whatever the bone is called (laughs) and they like he knows so much to the core of what they're going through in life so that way when they come into his office he's even more relatable and he builds that much more of a trust and connection and but the thing is with people trying to market online they don't see a person like a chiropractor. They see them walk through the door every single day, but for business online, you don't, you don't see it. It's almost like you have to create a fictional character so much to a T of who this person is. And then 
identify with them and then market to them. Because right now people looking at their computer is just seeing a screen, but they don't see a person. But yeah. if you develop an identity to who you're trying to market to, it'll make every single bit of the marketing that you want to do cohesive and relatable. That is so cool. And it made me think of the this years ago seeing this, you know, the the uh, cardboard cutout characters, you know, a person. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe that would be a great add-on to the academy. You could get one of those sent to you, and <laughs> so that, then you could talk to you know Bob or Betty or Joe or whoever it was, name it and dress it, and yeah. there it is. Yeah. There's the there's your guy. <laughs> you know, it, it is really interesting. Um, it's funny. Um, I, you know the show uh, Entrepreneur on Fire. Yeah, John Lee Dumas does a great job at identifying his persona. He has a, actually a pretty interesting video on his uh, website that like showcases actual the persona that he w- was going after when building his very successful podcast. And I even am sure for you when you developed your marketing strategy, you know, the podcast is very time is very time consuming. And but you know the type of people that you want to connect yourself with. This is the type of medium that they collect information on. So. This is probably makes the most sense for what you're doing, especially. Yeah, no, it's great. It's a, a, a podcast thing is a great thing for people. And you have a couple of podcasts that you that you do where you help with. What is it? How, what is that? Yeah, yeah. So I actually um, helped create, produce, and even coach the host on both two successful podcasts and very niche groups. Um, one's called B Culture Radio with the host John Gardner. Um, he, we created that podcast as a lead generation strategy. Um, they were a uh, they were a contract office furniture company, and they were they were a student of the academy. And what they struggled with was a little bit of trying to make themselves in line with these emerging companies, right? Because you know when people think of office furniture, they think of a commodity. You think like, all right, it's a desk is a desk, a chair is a chair. You know what gives, right? But realistically, what we want to try portraying with him was. It was more than just that. It was, it was, there was a value there. And what it really was is that the office furniture that he was providing and you know, almost like creating for these companies was building the foundation of their company culture. And when you look at it like that, it's, it's a whole different paradigm because you think about it, like how many places have you went into for an interview or checked out and on their website, they say, oh yeah, we're a great place to work at. But you go to their office and it's like, it's horrible looking. It looks miserable. The office layout is just like a graveyard of cubicles and no one looks like they're really into each other. Right. And he realized that there was a disconnect when he needed to inform people about the value of like really making sure your office design and office furniture really matches what your culture is. So we developed a strategy around his podcast and the podcast was like a vehicle where he he could have other successful businesses that just received funding. That's a complete core, you know, identifier of the audience he wanted to sell to and also relate to share their stories on what they did to make their culture connect with their office furniture. But in the same time, he was he he spoke to well over a hundred businesses that just received funding. They're going to be growing their business from like fifty employees to two hundred fifty employees within the next like year and a half. And now he's like built relationships with every single one of these people and he put himself in the best position possible for a contract furniture dealer to you know be at the cusp of all these businesses that are growing their office sizes and teams, which was like a win win. So you had 
companies validating your mission statement and your what you do and why it's important. And he was building his lead funnel, all these companies that were exactly the persona and the audience that he wanted to sell to and build a relationship with them without having to sell what he actually does. He was just selling his you know, focus. The other uh, podcast is called Tattoo Trainer Podcast, and it's a very successful uh, apprenticeship tattooing academy. Uh, they have locations in New York and L.A., and they were using their um, podcast to give real-life testimonials of students who went through their program and successfully became a, a tattoo artist. And they were sharing their trials and tribulations before the academy. And so they used the, the podcast to send – they get like 600 leads a, a month, and they just kind of feed them like, here, here's a story that you're related – you could relate to. And it helped their closing percentage by like around 70 to 80% now compared to, you know, when they didn't have a podcast that people could actually listen to and relate to the stories. That is so great. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, uh, I'm thrilled with the podcast, this one you're listening to right now and what it does. So anyways, that's a whole, one of the big aspects of the internet, I think that is probably underutilized by people today. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, and it's underutilized because I think, People just don't know how to effectively utilize it. <laughs> yeah. So, Nick, tell me, what's the best advice you've ever been given around doing business on the internet? Best advice. I think the best advice would be focus on one core objective. And what I mean by that is kind of going back to, you know, don't get caught up in all the shiny objects when it comes to online marketing because there's a ton. There's so many from different softwares to different, you know, marketing strategies, different platforms you could be on. I think the best advice I ever was told was focus on where your your main audience is at. So if your target audience is mainly on LinkedIn or mainly on Facebook or whatever channel it might be, or maybe they read blogs. So maybe focus a lot of your time and attention on the blog writing and promoting the blog. But I think that was my personal best advice because i would have just been wasting a lot of time and energy on trying every single tactic possible and maybe some will work and maybe most won't but i think the best thing for any business owner to really identify with is focus on that one core objective and your life will be a lot easier from there yeah that's so cool and do you have like a favorite tool that you use or you could recommend to people yeah um a favorite tool one of my favorite tools is for for email marketing and especially it's great for sales guys and it's also great for people who do like a lot of outreach stuff it's this cool called yesware are you familiar with yesware i am not Uh, tell me you'll love it you'll love it so yesware is a plugin for gmail and what yesware does it actually tracks and monitors when you send emails to people so steve all those emails i was sending to you I, I knew every single time you opened it and even clicked my links or even opened an attachment i sent and i also could see how long you actually read my attachment that i sent to you too don't worry i'm not stalking you too much <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though i like but that. it's great it's it's phenomenal because the the number one thing as business owners sales guys even marketers that we fail on the most is a proper follow-up we do not have – we, we are so consumed with all the things moving so fast, we forget about the things that fl- passed us, right? So what this platform does, it attracts and monitors it, but you also can set up triggers where after a certain amount of days, if the person didn't respond back, it will remind you and set up like an auto-respond you know, response for you. And it's really great for um, email marketing in the sense of pre-outreach for bloggers, now, I'll, I'll tell you a really cool strategy. So 
one of the things that bloggers run into is getting their uh, blog, you know, shared. Right? Every blogger spends, you know, sometimes over an hour plus on creating their blog, and then they create it, they publish it on WordPress, and then they hope for the best. Realistically, the best strategy is getting kind of like you know how like a movie before a movie comes out, you know, they, they you see trailers for like heavy yeah. for two weeks. Every other commercial is the trailer, right? There's a reason for that. You're getting people pumped up. You're getting people hyped up for what you're going to be coming out with. If business owners looked at their blogs as movies and treated the pre-promotion like a movie trailer, they'll see a lot better success. And this is how you do this. So I'm going to teach you a, a really cool hack, which will guarantee at least 100 shares within you know 24 hours of your blog going live. So what you want to do is two things. You want to reverse engineer other people's content. And you want to leverage the people who who um, shared that content to reinvite them to look at your content. And, and I'll go into more depth. So reverse engineering content. Reverse engineering content is finding content that's relevant to what you're going to be writing about that received a lot of shares and identify what areas of that blog they fell short on or didn't give enough information on. Maybe there's it was a lot of text on it and maybe you could supply out some more visual aids and supply a little bit more text but improve it. But you know there's social proof that people liked what this was what this was about, right? So, you know, let's say it was about growth hacking, right? For something unrelatable. So there was a 10, you know, best growth hacks that, you know, tools for growth hacking. And it just relisted the tools. And but that article was tweeted maybe two thousand times, so I know it. People liked it. So what I would do is I'll look at that. And maybe they just showed the link and a little you know small paragraph of what it does, and that's it. And they just listed all five right there. What I would do is maybe find maybe three more up the list, but I'll actually show screenshots of how to actually use this platform that they talked about. So that way it's more actionable. Someone could follow it, and it gives a little bit more rich content feel. Then on top of that. There's a platform called Buzzumo, B-U-Z-Z-S-U-M-O. And that platform is able to extract people who shared content on a blog. So I would put the URL into this platform called Buzzumo. And Buzzumo would tell me every single person who shared that article on Twitter. I'm able to export all those people who shared it on Twitter. And there is a there's a platform called um uh, mail merge me or something. I think it's mail merge me.com. And you're able to pull that list that Buzzumo gives, give it to them and they'll extract all those Twitter users, email addresses. So now you're out of like 2000 people who share it, you'll at least get around three to 800 people's email addresses. And all these people shared that article that you're about to write about. So what I would do now, the final phase where yes, where comes into handy is I would plug them into a mail merge on Gmail. It doesn't look like a MailChimp or any other you know uh, email provider you use because it looks like an actual authentic email you send out to people. And what you do is you plug in the custom field. So a simple you know body message would be like you know Hey Steve, um, I I saw that you recently tweeted out the the five growth hacks for busy entrepreneurs. Um, and then I'll say something, I'll have the link there and I'll say, you know, this article was awesome and actually inspired me to create something a little bit more actionable and effective. And I thought you would get a kick out of it. Would you like a heads up when it goes live? And that's it. 
And then I'll set up an autoresponder like four days out if they don't reply back and maybe seven days out if I don't hear from them, you know, to just send them the article. But when you go in and you don't sell like, hey, please look at my articles, you know, share my article. But you're just asking, hey, would you like a heads up? I already identified that you like this kind of stuff. I did the homework that I saw you tweeted it. And most people don't really receive emails like that. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, it, it, the, re- the reply rate is about 80%. And out of 10, let's say out of 10 people, you'll get nine people who will say yes and one jerk who says no. And, and, and these people, I think it's because you, it shows that you took so much time into it. They already assume that the content is going to be great and they're already saying like, hey, when it goes live, I'll even share it. And the best part about it when you do the Buzzumo method is you could sort by who has the most followers. So you get send this email to only people who have a thousand plus followers. So when they share it, it starts to multiply and you really start to harness to the web and the spider web it creates of, you know, you know, creating your content to be viral. So let's say out of the 200 people, you get a hundred people that say, yeah, I'll, I'll love to check it out. And out of those hundred people, you know, 50 of them even say they even check it out and share it their network's going to look at it and they're going to share it. And that's when you start seeing content out there literally go with no audience at all, blog that receives maybe 10 visitors a month and it's just your friends and family checking it out to literally a thousand plus hits, you know, over a thousand shares. And it gives so much more, you know, oomph when you're trying to link build it to other sites because they're like, oh, wow, this article actually did really, really well. I'm going to link it to my site too. And then, you know, the cherry toppers, you know, Google seeing how this is a credible site. And then you start scoring on the keywords. So it, it, it was fascinating when you're talking about that, the really being able, this, it really goes back to when you're talking about the, uh, developing the persona and being able to target who it is you want to reach. This is like ultra targeting. Yeah. Yeah. Ultra, ultra, ultra targeting. But that's the key. You ra- would, uh, you know, a reason why the reason why you know snipers are so effective compared to people who have a machine gun and they need like you know a two hundred rounds of bullets. It's because a sniper knows exactly who they're aiming for and what they need, and they only can use like you know one shot to take out what they need. A machine. Gun, that's a great analogy. You know, a, a machine gun. You need. They literally just spray the bullets everywhere, and they hope that they hit something. Right. <laughs> you know, but for someone who's an online marketer. You want to focus so much because online marketing, the only thing that is against you is time, right? And any person who's on a business and then they want to try marketing themselves online, you'll notice that the day goes from seven in the morning to seven at night in a blink of an eye because you just get so consumed in trying to figure out what you need to do and you're trying to chase after all these tactics and you don't really maybe have a strategy or a game plan in line. So you're just going after everything. Then you realize after not eating breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and you see like at eight o'clock at night, you're like, wow, I, I feel like I did a lot, but I don't see a lot. And that's because you just you were doing a lot of things, but it wasn't productive. And, but when you're focusing your online marketing efforts as like thinking as like a sniper and really take the time and identify who you want to target and how you want to get it out there to that audience, it, it's a lot more effective and, and efficient. That's very cool. That's very cool. The, um, you know, Nick, you've achieved a lot of success at, at an early stage here in life. Mm-hmm. And w- what's a success tip that you could give people listening to this podcast today? Something that they could implement, you know, today to move themselves forward. Well, if it's as 
if it's a general tip for just someone who's looking to be an entrepreneur, a business owner, at any stage, whether you're a youngin or a seasoned guy who's just leaving, looking to leave the uh, the corporate lifestyle, I would say the best tip would be enroll into a members only business group. The audience, when I was um, 17 years old, I was fortunate to enroll into a, a, a like a, a like a, a CEO kind of entrepreneurship mentorship program and when i did that my doors just open in the in the intelligence of all the people that were in that group like kind of amplified where i was in life and i think for any person a thing that they could do now without having to do too much study or too much work is network only with people who already are successful or already have things laid out because that knowledge that they have kind of similar to every episode that they'll listen to with you, Steve, they'll learn something more and more and more. And they could get that same kind of feel and, and that guidance with an actual person in front of them. If they actually find within their local community, what are like the elite or top, you know, members only groups that they could get themselves involved with. And then learn from those people who are already successful and learn from their trials and tribulations and then open up their network for whatever they're trying to do to then, you know, grow it, you know, exponentially. That's a great idea. Now, where would they find, like, how would you go about finding a, a members only group? So there's a few out there. Now, if you, if you're an entrepreneur and you have a business that, you know, is at a million plus, at least in total revenue, there's a great group that is called Entrepreneur Organization, also known as EO. Um, they also have an accelerator program for people who are making at least a quarter of a million dollars a year. And you can do the EO accelerator if they offer that in your area. But also just other groups such as like Vistage or, or you know, there's certain meetup groups within communities that are just members only where you have to pay a certain membership fee. Like, even uh, even membership fees that I paid were like pretty expensive yearly amounts, but it's that investment is so worth it when you see the people who you're actually connecting with. So if you like Google like members only or 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 membership only you know networking sites or membership only networking groups in you know my area or you know whatever the area you're in, um, you'll find a lot of different groups out there you know that maybe even relatable for your business or if you want to take it a step further find the area that you need help with and look up those niche groups and some of those groups may may even be you know free because they're smaller so i would say for any person who's looking to grow their their business you know acumen and network that would be the first thing that they could do without taking too much time and learning because at the end of the day it's about the five closest people that you talk to the most and that dictate your success. And if you could surround yourself with those successful people as your top five, then you're going to be sitting in a good position in the long run. That's a great idea. And and that's something that everyone can do today without, with no excuses. Yeah. No excuses. You can't be, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to excuse like, Oh, I don't have a social media account or anything. You know, this is something all you need is your, your soul and your body. So <laughs> and put yourself out there. That is so cool. Thanks so much for that. That's a great, great idea for people. Tell us, Nick, how do we reach out to you? People who want to find out more about you, want to find out more of your academy. What's the best way to reach you? Yeah. So if anyone wants to reach out to me directly, um, you can reach out to me at nick at secondflightacademy.com. Um, another 
Another way that you can reach out to me, of course, if you check out our website and you want to look at um, the webinar, you know, it's a live webinar, so you could jump in on it, learn about what I'm talking about, and also ask Q&As during it. But I would say if any person wants to, you know, reach out, they could totally touch base with me via email or even on my site. Um, there is an area where they can schedule a complimentary, uh, I call it breakthrough growth hacking session, where we really kind of break down their business and what areas of their shortfalls they are and give them, you know, for 45 minutes, exactly a good roadmap of where they need to go. And it's great for, you know, people who are just about to start a business or has a business already established. And uh, it's definitely something I feel like people should definitely take advantage of. Nick, thank you so much for being with us today. No, no worries. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. I think you've provided everyone who listens to this episode a lot of value, a lot of things to think about, a lot of things to do that they can take action on and uh, move themselves forward, as well as uh, checking out your Second Flight Academy and seeing how it might apply to them. Totally, totally. And um, I know I hooked you up with uh, some good links from the webinar, but also... I uh, created a pretty cool like magazine slash ebook of 25 growth hacks that successful companies have done and used that could be applicable to your business as well. So it's a great visually appealing um, ebook that we're we're going to be having on your uh, show notes page. So the listeners listening, uh, it's a great read, and it'll take less than like five minutes to like actually absorb, and uh, it's some really good information there. Excellent. So that'll be on a show notes page. So just go there at harnesstheweb.net. And it'll, if you look for harnesstheweb.net forward slash Nick, you'll take it right to, uh, right to those notes and you'll be able to, uh, to get those downloads. Awesome. Awesome. I look forward to any person that checks it out and reaches out. I'm really, really pumped. Great. Thanks so much again, Nick, and have a great day. Thank you, Steve. Have a good one. Thanks so much for listening to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Peck. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit HarnessTheWeb.net. We'll see you next time. Have a question for Steve? Tweet him now at HarnessTheWeb or on Facebook, facebook.com slash HarnessTheWeb.